Hello guys, gals, and everyone in between, and welcome to this episode of The Right Podcast. A little out of schedule and out of order, but I decided that since we are all quarantined, I would take a break this week and make a quick episode, I say quick, hopefully it is quick, um, about things that you can do in quarantine that relate to writing or keep you writing during this time. Uh, it is 6.30 in the morning where I am. This is usually the time that I get up and write. So I got up a little bit early, made myself some extra coffee, and made this list of things that I would like to do and things that maybe I have done in quarantine that I think would be beneficial as well for my friends out there who are writers and are looking for things to kind of do. So I'm going to go through them. I'm going to tell you about them really quick. Uh, and hopefully you can find some inspiration, some inspo, and maybe start doing some of these. I will save my favorite for last so I can kind of expound upon it a little more. Um, but first is going to be a thing called reading bingo. This has been a big thing, I think, on the internet for a while, definitely on Bookstagram, which is the Instagram book area. Um, but it's become super big, of course, now that we are in quarantine, since, you know, everybody's got this long to-read to list. Um, and just a plethora of books. Uh, so you can find like a bingo list, bingo chart with a bunch of different topics on there. So some of them are going to be books with a color in them, books about a leprechaun, books about thieves. I don't know. <laughs> and so you look at the chart and you maybe go through all the books that you have, all of your unread books, or maybe even books you'd like to read again, and then see which ones of those match. You can do like a specific, you know, if there's like an April one, you can do just the April one. You can mix it with the March and the February if you want to, or you can find one that you think has the most potential and just do that one. Again, March, April, May, they might be themed with the months, but there might be some as well that are not. So good thing to kind of check out. You can find them on Instagram, Google them, whatever. Uh, so then you get all your books together and you found out which ones match that list or couple. And then you can look at the books and you can start with you know the most exciting or with the most different from the rest of the group so uh for example like let's say you're like me and you really enjoy fantasy literature or you have a lot of fantasy books right now um i have a shelf above my desk and it's just all fantasy books right now which is kind of exciting uh so let's say you've got all those fantasy books and then two that are nonfiction or two that are just straight up not fantasy books so then you would pick those two or if you're looking at all of your books and you know, one specific selection of short stories about, I don't know, vampires. I don't have that. Um, but let's say that short stories, the selection about vampires really excites you and it's really fun. Go with that one. So that's just a way to kind of keep you reading, keep trying new books, um, but also to kind of shake things up, give you more of a motivation, see how many you can cross off in that month. You could also start a reading journal or update your reading journal if you have not started one. So I personally have a reading journal. It's just a little purple notebook that I have. And when I finish a book, I write down the title, the author, the date it was published, where it was set, um, and how long it took me to read it, as well as a short synopsis of the book, critiques of the book at the bottom, and then if there are any more books by that same author that I might take an interest in, I put them at the bottom as well. So this is this is a great way to keep track of the books you've read over the year, over the month. Um, it's also a great way as a writer to track what was successful and what was not successful in a book. So you can say what you loved, what you didn't love. They could be minor things that you write down. They could be big things about, you know, world building or plotting or characters. So it's a good way to get inspiration, find inspiration, and just kind of get that motivation as a writer. It also gives you a way to track what you've read throughout the year, 
the semester, the month, um, and just a way to kind of maybe see what you were reading at certain points in your life, uh, book trends that you went through. You don't have to keep track of books you might be reading for class, especially now that we've all moved into online learning. I imagine a lot of you are starting to read stuff for class. You don't have to keep those in track. Uh, maybe just do personal reads, stuff that you're reading for fun that you are enjoying. Um, so I also am keeping track of my 2020 to read list and reading list in there. I want to read 20 books in 2020. Um, depending on if you count audiobooks or not, I'm at that, which is great. Um, so that's helping me keep track of that, but also just, again, giving me inspiration as a writer. You can also start journaling as well. Um, so I'm not so great at the journaling um, portion of this, but uh, I do have a journal. I do use it occasionally, and it's a way that I can um, just kind of collect all my thoughts onto a piece of paper and write. It gives me, you know, 10 minutes where I can practice writing, writing well, maybe just word vomiting, um, and allows me to get all of my anxiety, all my stress out onto the page when I need it and when I like it. Um, so, you know, you can make lists of things that are stressing you out or things that you enjoy. You can just straight up word vomit onto the page. I've done that quite a bit. Just get all your feelings and all your emotions out. Um, don't worry about like processing them right then or reading them back. It's just nice to think through them sometimes on the paper. Or you can even go through and get pictures from the day or from the internet that express your day or your week, how it was going, how you're feeling, what you did, all that good stuff. Just whatever way will help you kind of process and regenerate your mind better is what I would go with. If you're looking to write, you can free write, like I said, just write whatever comes to mind, or you can find prompts on the internet. There's a ton of blogs, a ton of Tumblr posts, tons of Pinterest posts about writing prompts. So self-care writing prompts, reflection writing prompts, uh, writing prompts about work, whatever you'd like to do, you can find prompts there, or you can just do a variety, mix it and match it, kind of do whatever you'd like. You can write every day, once a week, whatever. Um, but journaling has a lot of benefits, a lot of good things. I am not very experienced with journaling. I'm, I, I don't like to process my own emotions or write about my own feelings. So I don't do that. <laughs> um, but for people that do journal, they say it's really great. And, you know, other writers who journal that I know say it's awesome because it gives them that writing practice, keeps them up on their toes when it comes to writing. Another thing you can do is a book club. So this one, of course, take with a grain of salt um, because you would be trading books back and forth with trusted friends. So I say trusted friends because I have friends or people I know that I've lent a book to and have either just A, never given it back or B, given it back to me months later. Then I asked for it back and uh, it maybe was not it's still in the best shape that when I got it back. Um, so give people you trust. I have a selection of friends that I do trust that I would trade books with. Um, you could trade books, you know, drive to their house if you live close enough, leave it on the door. You could maybe, if you can afford it, mail it back and forth. Um, and of course, set guidelines, set boundaries. Don't write in my book. Don't bend the spines, all that good stuff. Um, and you can decide on a theme with your friends or you can just send your favorites back and forth. Uh, maybe you decide you want to only read books from the 1800s or you want to read a book about, I don't know, the color green, whatever. Uh, or yeah, you just send your favorite book back and forth, your current read once you finish it back and forth to each other. You can write a letter as well when you finish it and send it to your friend via email, handwritten letters, whatever you would like. So that way you can say what you liked about it, what you didn't like about it. Um, maybe how you see it reflects on your friend or how you see it relates to your friend. And just to kind of keep in touch, keep writing. Uh, it's always really nice to read a book that somebody recommended to you um, and feels very strongly about. Uh, it's always, I have a friend who enjoys reading other people's favorite books because he feels like it lets them, it lets him learn a little bit more about them. 
Um, so maybe start that. Maybe try that. So the last one is my absolute favorite. Um, I actually did this this past Saturday evening. Um, so you can have a reading party on Zoom. And I don't mean you all get a book and you all open Zoom and open your book and read. I mean you dredge through the internet, through your computer, find all of your cringiest stories and Microsoft Word documents and all your horrible poems, all your horrible fan fiction. You bring all that together to the Zoom and you all read it to each other. Of course, you do a dramatic reading, um, but you find all your really bad writing and you read it to each other, recite it to each other in whatever form you like. You know, when I did mine this past weekend, uh, I came in a little late. My dad cooked dinner very late, and so I was about 30, 45 minutes late to the party. Um, but when I came in, we were just starting another young friend's fan fiction. We were finishing up a story that my friend wrote two chapters of that was a big fat mess. Uh, another friend read her first chapter in the second book in a series that she wrote because she's extra. And I, of course, read some of my horrible, horrible writing from uh, early high school. And it was just a cringy time, an awful time. But we were all mutually embarrassed. So it was kind of fun. Um, you can make this even more fun. You can make it a drinking game if you want. So every time, you know, in the writing, the character basically says, I'm not like other girls. You can <laughs> take a drink. Every time the character mentions having issues with their parent or their dad, take a drink. Because that's a hallmark in all of our middle school writing, isn't it? Everyone's got daddy issues or mommy issues, even if you don't have daddy issues and mommy issues. Uh, take a drink. I don't know. Every time there's violence or cursing or I don't know, make your own rules. Maybe each person come armed with two rules about their own writing. Make it a drinking game. You could also make it not as cringy, make it more fun and you could read your current works to each other. So the thing that you're most excited about, the piece of writing you are currently working on, read it to each other, at least read a section you want some feedback on, and you can each give each other feedback. I, of course, mainly deal with prose. You can also do this with poetry. One of my good friends, Sarah, is actually going to come armed with all of her middle school poetry that she wrote while she was reading Twilight too much. Um, we got a sneak peek of it, and it's very good. It includes pictures that she drew as well, and so I am thrilled <laughs> to get to read this. So those are just some, I think, five ideas about things that you can be doing during quarantine that are kind of writery, that are maybe outside of the realm of writing your play, writing your poem, writing your book. So there are things to do that can keep you in touch with other people. There are things that, you know, give you a break, let you read something new or something different. Uh, and just some things that hopefully will offer a reprieve from a quarantine, b um, just the monotony of sitting down and writing because I'm in that stage right now. I love writing. Writing's great. But it's a little bit monotonous right now. So hopefully these will give you something new to do, something fun to try. I'm also going to be posting on Instagram um, this kind of rest of the week. I'm going to post books that I recommend that y'all read for just reading purposes. Uh, so I know a lot of people are jumping back into their 2020 reading lists and going through and finding things to read and trying things. So I'm going to post books that I suggest y'all read if y'all are looking for new things to read. So yeah, look out for that. <laughs> I'll try to split it up into a couple of different sections. I've got five or six right now. I've got one I really want to post, but I don't have a place to put it, so I might as well leave it. Uh, if you want any further kind of expounding upon the books when I first read them, if I've read them a couple times, um, I found out about them, all that good stuff, let me know. But keep an eye out for that on the Instagram, 
Also keep an eye out on Spotify for a playlist. I am currently working on a writing box playlist. So things that motivate me when I'm struggling to write um, and get me in kind of a writery mood. So if you have any suggestions for that, any songs that you like to listen to while you create, while you write, let me know. I can give those a listen, add them to the playlist. But that is pretty much it for this aside. I'm going to call these asides. Um, they are an aside is a thing in a play where the character steps aside or turns aside and gives the audience a little exposition that they otherwise would not get in the dialogue. So I feel like that's what these are. So I'm going to call these aside. But that is it for the first aside of the right podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining me. I hope this wasn't too rambly. It seems like it was pretty expedited, which is really good, especially for me. I talk a lot. Um, so yay, congratulations. <laughs> we made it through it somehow at 640 in the morning. Uh, so again, thank you guys so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. I hope y'all are doing well and faring up good in this quarantine uh wish y'all all the best all the happiness in the world good luck waking from home make yourself a nice hot cup of coffee today nice hot cup of tea whatever it is you deserve it bye y'all